Welcome to a new episode of DCTV Classics. I am one of your hosts, Keith Chow, and uh, on the show today, it's a very somber edition of DCTV Classics, um, in which uh, we will remember and honor and celebrate the life of a pop culture icon, a great man altogether, uh, Mr. Adam West, who passed away on June 9th. We will be doing this uh, episode a little bit differently. I memorialized Adam West on my podcast, Hard Knock Life, uh, which is also available if you want to download that. You can hear me and Ira Madison III of The Daily Beast. Remember uh, Adam West and talk about his legacy, and we also talk about uh, Batman Returns for its 25th anniversary. So I'm going to play that memorial in just a second. I also have uh, Brittany Monet, our co-host, with her own memorial to Adam West. And uh, finally, our other co-host, Mr. Nick Lang, has a great audio essay about what Adam West and his version of Batman meant to him growing up. So uh, we are going to just use this time to remember and honor the memory of Adam West. If you have your own memories of Adam West and you want to share with us, tweet at us at DCTV Classics, hashtag RIP Adam West. Uh, But without further ado, we'll kick off with uh, my memorial to Mr. Adam West from Hard Knock Life. And then uh, we'll hear from Brittany Monet and Nick Lang. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. But it wouldn't be a podcast about Batman if I didn't mention another Batman, another Batman that meant a lot to me as a Bat fan my entire life. I was going to say my entire adult life, but I've been a fan of Batman since I was an infant. But uh, that that particular Batman that, that I was ad- admired so much as a child um, recently passed away. Adam West, on June 9th, passed away from uh, complications from his battle with leukemia. He was 88. Uh, he famously played Bruce Wayne Batman on the 60 television show. Um, a series that I think recently has found a resurgence in appreciation. There were there was a period between the 60s and now in which I think a lot of folks were, let's say, ashamed of uh, the campiness of the 60s Batman. Uh, there was a rejection of it at DC Comics. You know, there was this whole Batman can only be dark, you know, the Frank Millerization of Batman, and, and forgot about just how much uh, irreverent campy, funny Batman uh, appealed to so many people. And I think one of the the reasons we all love Batman as a character is that he can have so many various interpretations and yet still, uh, you know, fit every single one. It's like Hamlet in that sense, right? You can, you can interpret it in a thousand different ways and it's still, at core, the character that we all know and love. And so Adam West, um, you know, fit that to the T. And... and it's arguable that he's probably one of the best live-action Batmans to ever grace the screen. Uh, there is something about the Adam West Batman that, that will forever be associated with the Batman character. Um, in fact, one of my favorite Adam West performances was in Batman the Animated Series, in which Adam West famously played the Grey Ghost. And in that particular episode, Batman, as a young boy, young Bruce Wayne... Was, was a fan of, of the Grey Ghost television series, and then later in life, as Batman meets the Grey Ghost, uh, goes on an adventure, saves his life, and also gets a chance to have Kevin Conroy as Batman tell 
Adam West as the Grey Ghost, that he was his inspiration. And that's that's uh, a moving sentiment that, that, you know, since Adam West's passing, I think, has taken on a greater relevance uh, for for those of us who who just love Batman. And so, rest in peace, Mr. West, in that Batcave in the sky. And thank you for all that you've given us as Bat fans. So next we have uh, our co-host, Brittany Monet, with her own memories of Adam West and discovering Batman. I didn't grow up with um, watching Adam West Batman, and I really kind of wish I had in reruns or, you know, like, because that's how I saw Wonder Woman. There was reruns on Nick at Night, and, but for some reason, I always knew of this version of Batman. Like, it's weird to say that I always knew of it, even though I never watched it. I knew it existed, like, since a very young age, I knew it existed, and I think that just comes from me coming from a family that is very film and TV oriented, because some of you might not know, my grandpa was an actor in the 40s and 50s in Hollywood, and so I think a lot of why I knew about certain things, even if I personally didn't watch it, was from my grandpa or grandma or just my family in general, That that's how I knew about things like that. So, um... I first, I think, really knew Adam West from actually uh, watching, I think when he did Spongebob, I think he was Mermaid Man on Spongebob, and then he also was a cat, I know for sure he was Catman on Fairly Odd Parents. So that's like the first, and then every now and then if I watched Family Guy, which I didn't really, I don't really watch Family Guy, but if I happened to watch an episode, you know, there's those episodes where he's on it. So for me, yeah, I, I didn't really see him as... Batman until I got on the, offered to be on this podcast and um, I really that's the first thing I wanted to watch was like I want to watch this like old older version of Batman um, and so I found the Nef- the one that they had on Netflix I watched that and I laughed so hard and it was so like delightful like I know it's probably such a funny word to use but or I don't know but it was very delightful to watch and it made me see you know that it's really honestly okay to do more goofy and campy takes on superheroes if it's done well Mm -hmm. it works and I think that's why so many people love Adam West's version of Batman yeah it's goofy and it's campy and it's a little cheesy and all of that, but it works because it's done well. And I think for those who have seen Holy Musical Batman that, you know, our co-host, Nick Lang, was a part of, it's both of them, there's such love and care for the character of Batman in both of these versions. And it's funny, and it, it just has fun, and I think that's the most important thing. Like, Lego Batman was also amazing. It's just... I think it's okay to have dark and gritty Batman, and it's okay to have Adam West Batman or Star Kid Batman or Lego Batman. Like, you know, there's so many versions of Batman today, and we wouldn't have, I think, as many versions of Batman as we do if it wasn't for Adam West version of Batman. And I mean, you know, you never know when you're gonna need shark repellent, right? <laughs> um, it's really such a shame that he passed away, but he has lived a long and lovely life and you know one of my favorite 
memories of just him himself in the last couple of years was he's on Twitter and he tweeted a very cute photo of him holding a souffle that he was very proud that he made. So, you know, Adam West seemed like a really lovely guy and it's sad that he's gone, but at least he's in a better place. And I wish I had something more personal or, you know, I don't know, just something more to say. But, you know, uh, yeah, Adam West was Batman, and hopefully we can do an episode where we actually really fully dive into talking about his version of Batman and that show and everything like that. Lastly, we'll have Nick Lang with his own memory uh, growing up and discovering Adam West and his memories of his favorite Batman. This is Nick Lang with DC TV Classics. Remembering Adam West. In 1993, my family moved to Saudi Arabia. Me too. We all moved there. I was seven, so I hadn't gone out on my own just yet. Needless to say, it was a crazy experience for a child from Michigan moving halfway across the world to live in a very different country. I wouldn't change my childhood for anything. Living in the Middle East gave me a perspective on life that I otherwise wouldn't have had. Of course, at the time, being a child, I didn't care too much about that as I was more concerned with what was on television. I was born in 1986. Three years later, the first Tim Burton Michael Keaton Batman movie was released in theaters, followed by Batman Returns in 1992 and the Batman animated series, which started to air that same year. Like many kids in those days, I was swept up in Batmania. Batman was my everything, my favorite movies, my favorite cartoon show. I learned to read by flipping through Batman comic books. So you can imagine my dismay when I was told that I'd be moving to a place where, at least at the time, we couldn't see new movies We couldn't receive our monthly comic book subscriptions in the mail, and we couldn't watch Batman the Animated Series. In Saudi Arabia, as far as I can remember, we didn't have too many options when it came to kids' TV shows. I think we had one channel that aired Biker Mice from Mars, which is a show about anthropomorphic alien mice that ride motorcycles, of course. Uh, Now, just to clarify, they aren't regular-sized mice, they're people-sized. It's a standard Ninja Turtle knockoff. Let's just say it's not Shakespeare. We got the anime Robotech, which uh, was a little too grown-up for me. Uh, But to my surprise, we got another show that I previously had no idea even existed. I was indeed a very lucky boy because one of the three shows I had access to, which quickly became my favorite by far, was the 1960s Batman. These were the days before the internet, before DVDs, and Batman was a show that had been off the air for 25 years. I'm not sure how often it aired in other parts of the world, but in my house, every day, we would come home, turn on the TV, and watch Adam West as Batman. In the past few days since we lost Mr. West, a true treasure of pop culture, I've been watching a lot of videos of people I really admire talking about him. 
Many of them say the same things. Adam West was my Batman. He taught me right from wrong. He was my childhood hero. I hope you won't find me redundant for echoing the same sentiments. Now, I'm sure there are many people who are bigger fans than I am, and many people who could speak in greater detail on who Adam West was as a person. He was much more than just TV's Batman. His long career had so many highlights. For those of you who haven't seen it, I highly recommend checking out Look Well, a hilarious pilot starring Adam West about a washed-up TV action star who thinks he can solve crimes in real life. Great stuff. But in light of this being the DC TV Classics podcast, I'll stick to just discussing Batman. In my mind growing up, there were a few distinctly different Batmans. There was comic book Batman, who got his back broken by Bane. There was movie Batman, who was mysterious and quiet and had no trouble throwing henchmen off of ledges to their deaths. There was cartoon Batman, who was brooding and tortured. And then there was the nice Batman, Adam West Batman. The 60s series, with its bright colors and over-the-top plot lines, stimulated my kid brain like no other version of the character did. It introduced me to what I consider to be the norm of Batman's life. He's a smart, charming, rich guy who spends a vast majority of his time dressed up like a bat fighting crime with his best friend, a young boy in underwear named Robin. He works with a completely inept police force to fight wacky villains who all wear crazy colored suits and make dumb puns related to their respective themes. Batman has a cool car, a bunch of gadgets, and he slides down a fireman's pole to a cave under his house, somehow magically changing his clothes along the way. In short, Batman is awesome. As an adult looking back on the Adam West series, I can appreciate it for the brilliant and subtle comedy that it was. Completely tongue-in-cheek, with campy humor, playful innuendo, and oh, so many puns. Of course, as a kid, all that stuff went right over my head. I didn't get that the show was kind of a spoof. I just thought, that's how Batman is. He's really nice, and he's pretty funny, too. He talks weirdly sometimes, and he has sick dance moves. The Batusi. In fact, if we're talking about DC TV classics, I don't think they come much more classic than Adam West Batman. It's arguably the most iconic DC show of all time. When the show first aired, it was an overnight sensation and launched Batman into the mainstream, defining the character for a generation. It's hard to ignore the show's impact on the rest of Batman's history. It popularized the character of Batgirl, influenced the creation of new characters like Harley Quinn, a play off the punny henchmen that accompanied all the 60s villains. And you can clearly see the show's influence on the Batman movies, from Jack Nicholson channeling Cesar Romero's Joker laugh to Danny DeVito's Burgess Meredith impression as the Penguin. But it seems the one performance that has never been duplicated is that of Adam West. His Bruce Wayne slash Batman is slick, contemplative, and endlessly entertaining. Mr. West brings a straight-faced humor to the role that's amazing to watch. 
Unlike other versions of the story, for me, this Batman steals the show. While in the Burton slash Nolan movies, the villains usually grab my attention more so than the Dark Knight himself, Adam West's Batman is the series standout character. His smooth voice, unique speech pattern, and dry wit captivate me to this day. It's genuinely fun to watch him solve mysteries and decipher clues as ridiculous as they may be. Some of the series highlights for me are Batman scenes with Catwoman. The way Adam West is so enamored with Catwoman, while at the same time being such a stickler about the law, tickles me to no end. Adam West's Batman has one true love, and that's justice. Of course, you can't talk about 60s Batman without mentioning his partner in crime fighting, Robin. Unlike almost every other incarnation of Batman, the 60s show embraces the boy wonder and pushes him to an absurd and hilarious extreme. He's always giving 110%. The 60s Batman and Robin is my favorite pairing of the characters by far, having more on-screen chemistry than any other iteration. Here, Robin is the dopey, excitable Watson to Batman's cool and collected Sherlock Holmes. The two of them will try to solve riddles left by their villains and follow clues, bouncing idiotic ideas off of each other. If the riddle is, let's say, um, what does an elephant always do? Robin will say, I got it, he never forgets. And then Batman will say, an elephant always never forgets. That's the only possible solution. Good work, old chum. And, uh, and that kind of stuff happens in every episode. Um, not to mention Robin's classic catchphrase, holy fill-in-the-blank, Batman. Uh, my favorite one he ever said was, holy strawberries, Batman, we're in a jam. Um, then this one time Robin's in a death trap. Catwoman is going to lower him into a pit of lions or something like that. And uh, he just says, Catwoman, you are not a nice person. That's a great line. Um, but no matter how many riddles Robin solves, Batman always acts like he's two steps ahead of the boy wonder. Uh, almost like he's trying to one-up the kid. It's funny. Batman always looks cool, and Robin always looks like a moron. But the two are still best friends. 60s Batman isn't a loner at all. He loves Robin. They're not just friends. They're super friends. When Batman and Catwoman contemplate running away together in one episode, Batman goes, What about Robin? And Catwoman goes, We'll kill him, of course. Don't worry, I'll make it quick and painless. And that's pretty funny as is, but then Batman just kind of shrugs off the death threat like, Ah, oh, drat, it would have worked for us if not for that one thing. All in all, the Adam West Batman show is 40 years old, and it still holds up to this day. And a lot of that has to do with the charisma and comedic chops of Adam West. His performance has stood the test of time, and what he brought to Batman changed the character, the superhero genre, and pop culture forever. He really was an entertainer, a teacher, and a hero to so many. Plus, he had the best Batman line ever spoken. 
in the 1966 Batman movie, which filmed between the show's first and second seasons, Batman is running around a dock with a bomb, looking for a place to throw it before it explodes. He tries to toss it in one direction, but there are a bunch of nuns over there. Then he tries to throw it off the dock, but there's a kissing couple going by in a gondola. Then he runs into like a mime and a guy with a tuba, and then finally, exasperated, he mugs to the camera and says, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. I, li- I like that part. And in case you didn't know, Adam West also appeared in the Batman animated series as a character called the Grey Ghost, a TV superhero that was Kevin Conroy Batman's childhood hero. Just another touching tribute to the 60s series. Check it out if you haven't seen it. The episode is called Beware the Grey Ghost, and it's one of the best. Outside of this podcast, I run a theater company called Star Kid Productions. We do musical comedy spoofs, knowingly campy, filled with pop culture pulp, oozing with bright colors, dumb jokes, and bad puns. Looking back on it now, it's impossible for me to ignore the profound effect that Adam West Batman has had on my life, personally and professionally. Hey, we even did a Batman spoof called Holy Musical Batman, our little homage to the 60s show, poking fun at the Batman mythos in a similar way to the Adam West series. Loving, but irreverent. I never got to meet Adam West, but I do know people who did. From what I hear, he was a wonderful human being. Gracious, funny, and a great sport. I hear he loved talking to fans about Batman, and that it lit him up to hear how the 60s show affected their lives. I'll never get to tell him in person, so I guess this is my way of putting it out into the ether. You can count me as one of those kids that was changed by Batman. I sat myself in front of that TV in Saudi Arabia, tuning in day after day. Same bat time, same bat channel. I gave Batman my undivided attention, and in return... He gave me more than I could ever measure. And so, Adam West, thanks for all the good you brought into our lives. You'll be in our hearts always, racing to the Batmobile.